Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the Summit View Podcast, an elevated way of thinking. Here are your hosts, Tim, Wes, and Connor. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome, everybody, to part two. How can you relate? Episode 23, the Jordan James episode, connecting the dots. With me, as always, Connor Nolan, Wes B, and your boy, Timmy B. Today, I got a special guest. Roger Jones in the building. How you doing, man? What's up, y'all? Glad to be on. Yeah. It's been a while. What's up, man? And yeah, Roger Roger is part of my OG crew back in Ohio. Um, we still do crew miss together. We still, that's the only reason why I go up to Ohio during Christmas is because we got the crew miss. Um, so I, like crew, crew miss, like Christmas? With a K. You can't spell crew with a C. It's crew with a K. Nice. Right? Crew with a K. I love it. Yep. Right. And after I moved to Charlotte, what, 10 years ago now? Fucking shit. Um, we always stayed in touch, either when he was in, um, you know, OU. I would always go visit OU, blackout while he was bartending. Um, we'll talk about that a little bit later. But <laughs> every, every time, we always stay in touch. He'll come down uh, to Charlotte. He actually surprised me for my graduation when uh, that was 2015. So he's always been family to me, so I'm, I'm glad that he's on. Can't wait to, uh, can't wait to get this rolling. Bro, I'm going to have to visit you way, way, way more often, especially when y'all talking. It's going to be 70, like 6 degrees, 79 degrees tomorrow. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm this close to jumping in the car. I'm <laughs> See you in 12 hours. <laughs> no, it's, it's not that bad. It's like 8. It's like 8. But, yeah, so. I get there, I get there six and a half. Uh, you, yeah. uh, you got the Prius still? No, nah, I got the Corolla now. Oh, okay. I got the Corolla now. Well, it, it goes a little faster. <laughs> Well, yeah, me and Roger went to uh, we went to Cocker Falls High School together. Um, he uh, <laughs> he went to OU, but a little story about Cocker Falls and, and me and Roger was he's he's so he's four years older than me, and I'm just gonna dive into this story because it always I'm just gonna start with it. Uh, fuck it. Uh, <laughs> so so uh, yeah, he's four years older than me, and we have like a junior crew, and then we got like a senior crew because they had their group and we had our group, and we were connected kind of by the hookers because. They were the only two who were actually related. The hookers, um, that's a person's last name. Yes. Just, yeah, 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 they wanted to go to hookers, yeah. And, uh, they, they were also hookers, obviously, <laughs> involved in sex stories, but, you know, we'll, we'll save that for later. Yeah, so, and I dated this, like, girl in seventh grade, and we came into high school. We both dated seniors, and he was a senior, the girl, the, or the guy that she dated. And one day in math class, I saw him, like, hit her. And I was in math class, and I went out there, and I pushed him against the wall, and this is a big-ass dude, senior, I'm a freshman. I'm like, holy fuck, I am fucked. I'm about to get my ass beat. And then he like, threw me against the locker. Teacher came out and was like, stop, stop, stop. I was like, thank God that happened. He's yeah. like, I fucking know where you live and your brothers. I'm like, that's fucking weird. I don't even know you. <laughs> and then, and then uh, like, later comes on, he's just, he hates me forever. Like, we have this ongoing hatred. I don't even care, maybe because she still texts me. But whatever. And, like, she we, – we'd go to dodgeball, and Roger would be, like, the – he, like, ran dodgeball. He would, like, 
come up and he had surgery. He would like spit on my shoe and spit around me. I'm like, dude, fuck this guy. Disrespect. Yeah, this guy sucks. So it always happened. And then one day I thought I was literally going to die. I was in the sports lockers area. It was just me and him. And we were about to walk across each other. I'm like, oh, this, this, okay, this is, this is what I get for going to school late. (laughs) And then then he pushes me against the locker and I'm like, I'm fucked, but I'm going to try. And all of a sudden Roger comes out of fucking nowhere, (laughs) like grabs him, throws him against the lockers. If you ever touched him. I will fucking, I don't even know what you said because I was blacked out, but. I, I was like, I'll beat that ass. Like, it, was, it was that simple. I was like, Which I was like, want it, man. listen, he is off limits. I was like, Tim is off limits. I was like, you can fuck with anyone else. You can't fuck with Tim, right? Yeah. And I put that stamp on him and, and that was squashed. Yeah, right? it was. And he, it was so funny too because I remember you saying, so you were like, he has more friends in our grade than you do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. Because like, like, this dude was, he was just, he was just like your prototypical douche. Like, yeah. he didn't even, like, he was just like the, the meathead. He didn't even really play sports. He was like on the baseball team. And I don't even think he started, right? You know, well, he was just like this. Baseball. He thought he was like hot shit. Yeah. Um, now he's like some bald head, like, dude who still lives in the falls, you know, just, <laughs> you know, hitting on high school chicks. Like, like he's just a weirdo, yeah. right? So when I saw that, Cause like my lockers were down the hallway mm-hmm. and I, I saw, I, I like heard it and I saw that and I was like, nah, no, nah, not Tim. Like, you know, yeah. and I ran over there and I just was like, yo, bro, done. Yeah. Unless you want problems, it's, it's done. Right. You, you right. came out of fucking yeah. nowhere. I mean, I just started lifting. I could have held my own a little bit, but geez, I was <laughs> so thankful. I was like, fuck yeah. Now we're boys for life. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was the best. Uh, but then, uh, yeah, go, going into that, let's, let's talk about. So me, me, Connor, and Wes, we went to uh, we went to a pretty small school. We, we still we still turned it up a little bit. But how can you explain like OU to to them? Like if you were going to explain OU to them, Ohio University, by the way. So, so, so first off, I know uh, Jay Wu. Uh, <laughs> I actually I actually am teaching there. Oh yeah. Uh, on yeah. So look, look, listen, we all connected, and I know like it. It's it's a small school, right? You know, mm-hmm. so y'all y'all did y'all little party and stuff, but <laughs> OU was a mecca, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so you know what I always say, like to describe OU. OU is like when you watch a movie and they talk about like colleges and how college life is. Like OU's the real thing, but what they leave out in the movies is like all the deba- the true debauchery, right? <laughs> and the thing about OU, like like usually people are like, oh man, that like that's too bad. No, we we embrace that shit. Like, what, so this is the this is the story to describe OU. It's my freshman year. We literally just like move, it's move in weekend. It's our first night. I there was like four people from Chicago Falls that went to OU. We together, and we have like a couple of our roommates with us, right? We just meet everyone and see you know who like if they cool or not. Mm-hmm. So we start down the street called Mill, right? trying to find a house party we're walking down mill street i kid you not there's parties everywhere right yep. and we're like we're this freshmen we're like oh like do we walk in do we have to get invited out of nowhere we see this kid get thrown through a window <laughs> got thrown through a window and someone says get the fuck out of here <laughs> Friends pick him up and was like, 
bro, you good? And he was like, yeah, man, let's go across the street and rage. Like, like, just ran across the street in the same random other house and started partying again. And we're like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I, so we're like, what is going on? And someone like on a hill at a house was like, damn, that shit was crazy. And we were like, yeah. Like, what? And they were like, hey, y'all thirsty? Come on in. And we're like, this is normal? Like, no one even, no one called, like, the fuck? Just don't throw me through in. a window. I'll come in. Sounds good. <laughs> we walk in, and everyone's just passing us, like, solo cups. And they're like, oh, <laughs> these are my new friends. And we're like, yeah, we would homeboy. Right? And we're just, <laughs> just start drinking. Well, and and I kid you. That was OU. Yeah. Uh, that that place we went into was like a frat, right? So we started just going back there, like freshman year, first quarter. You know, every time we go out, we just go go back there. They were recruiting. There was, yeah, yeah. Well, here's the thing: there was one night we go there, and there's literally one dude there, and we're like, "Oh man!" And he's like, "Oh no, no, come in." We're like, "Oh, you guys aren't partying today?" And he was like, "Oh." Like, nah, you know, we're just chilling. We're taking a, you know, weekend off. And I, we were like, oh, all right. And they were like, he was like, no, no, come in. Let's, let's, we got some, we got some drinks. We, you know, let's, let's make some. So it's literally like seven of us, right? We're just oh, drinking, God. turns the music on. I kid you not. He literally just like sipped one text out. In a matter of 15 minutes, it's like a hundred people up in there. Like, <laughs> and he's like, fuck it. Let's go. We, like, we're raging. And, like, people keep walking in, walking in and out. Like, that's OU for you. And like, another thing, matter. too, about OU, um, if you guys remember that viral fucking video of that guy that was, like, climbing the fucking pool and got electrocuted and oh, fell down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Got buzzed. Yeah. yeah. And he broke, like, all of his ribs. He was, like, what third was he degree climbing burn. For? Was, it, was it after a game? It, no, I don't even think it was after a game. I think it was, like, a festival that they have, like, a Mill Street Festival or something. Wild. Uh, Tim, you brought up the fest. So, oh, so that's the thing. Fest. Like, it's we have in the spring is fest season. So, Mill Fest, like the street, it's basically named after streets, right? Mm-hmm. And it's it's literally just an excuse to party. But like we it we organized it, and literally every spring, like we there's like uh, we send out basically like schedules of when the fests are going to happen. And literally, you talk at every house on that street is bump kegs. And it's like you just no no matter who who you are you just walk in yeah. like you just walk in drink uh, grab a cup drink I'll tell you this if you ever go to OU and you go to fest season hey go to the store you don't even have to bring beer go to the store and get cups this is a get this is an inside loop because everyone gonna bring beer right <laughs> thing, they so got true. ice cocoa cups. I, I kid you not, last time I went, I bought two packs of Solo Cups. So me and my boys, we got our cups, right? But people are going to be like, oh, man, shit, can I buy those cups off you? Because that's how you get the beer. <laughs> oh, <my laughs> God. That's fucking beer. genius. That's a loophole right, right yeah, there. Yeah, that's genius. Well, you don't, have to bring, you don't have to buy beer. Cups are cheaper than that. But here's the thing. I was selling cups. Now I'm making money back. <laughs> Yo, and, and you don't buy the, don't buy the bulk thing of cups. Buy the individual individual sleeves of cups. <laughs> there it is. Yes. There it is. I love that. But here's the thing. You know what you do? Like, while you out drinking, you you literally got the cups, like, hanging out either a little bit out of the backpack so people see, and they, oh, can I get a cup? 
You got five dollars? <laughs> Damn, dude. The next next festival season, people are just gonna be walking around with cups. You're gonna be like, where the fuck is the beer, man? We heard yeah. this podcast. Sure. We were just bringing cups. Shows up to the party with a bunch of cups, drinks for no free, but is making money off selling his cups. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking genius. You, it, it, it killed. It yeah. killed. Dude, it's, throwing, it's you're good. throwing off some uh, Blue Mountain State vibes, I feel like. You <laughs> yeah, know? right? Yeah. So, so I kid you not, that, that show came out when I was in college. And I was like, this is legit OU. Like, <laughs> yeah. this is fantasy. And so here's another story. So I, obviously I bartended. But there was, like, this shows you just OU and just, like, our mindsets. So there was this uh, robbery that happened literally probably like a mile off campus, right? So we get this alert. Classes get canceled that, you know, this old lady got stuck up for five bucks, right? For five dollars. Uh, a mile off campus. A mile off campus. So they cancel class, everything. They literally started a hashtag called Fugitive Fest. All the bars were literally posting on social media, come in, get five dollars, like, like everything so for five bucks. Like, you know, rob for five bucks and like liquor pitchers five bucks like you know pitchers yeah. of beer everything like knocking it all prices literally everyone is out go to the bars it's packed at 11 o'clock and everyone's uh saying like hashtag future fest this thing is going viral mm-hmm. and we're all drinking it's, a, it's like a tuesday and, and another it's thing too is like me and me and photop came up there like on a tuesday when school was out of session and I remember going to his bar, and he was like, he he was bartending, but he would like leave the bar. We would play pool. He'd be like, all right, loser has to make shots. We lost. We had to like go behind the bar, <laughs> make shots, and then I mean, we blacked out. And then I remember waking up on your couch, and Roger just comes downstairs. He's like, well, 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 he survived the first night. <laughs> well, <laughs> that was just night one. Yeah. Let me tell you how this is how I was a bartender. This is my motto. It was like. Listen, I can't promise, you know, uh, behavior, but I can promise a good time. And, <laughs> like, I, I, I will never work at another bar because this bar, like, our owner literally let us do whatever the fuck we wanted. Dude, we and were, I like, 18, not... 19, dropping Roger's name, and they're like, oh, yeah, you're fine. I'm like, fuck you. Bro, <laughs> <laughs> so, like, we, I kid you not, I did that so many times because, like, I was the best, worst bartender. I was lazy. I didn't want to make no fucking drinks. You make your own. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just a fool. I'm just sticks. Get the bar. Make pour me a shot, <laughs> right? <laughs> Dude, we, we had too much fun. I, yeah. I, I kid you not. I go back in a heartbeat. Right. <laughs> Pass, passive passive income, left. man. Passive yeah, income. Right. Well, it is a it is a good side job for sure. Like especially if, when you're out of college. And you want to go like bartend weddings and stuff, and that that gives you a lot of connections and things like we, me and Roger talk about that all the time. But moving away from the partying of OU, you also ran the sports team, right? Like you, what you were, was it sales and sponsorship for OU, or you were doing director of operations? Wait, wait. So I was I was the uh, assistant director of uh, marketing and ticket sales. So ticket, I was on the ticket was, sales, yeah. uh, the ticket sales team. Um, you know, OU has the number one sport management program mm-hmm. in, in the world. So, you know, and honestly, I didn't even want to, like, I didn't even know that you could have a job in sports when I started. Right. Yeah. So I was on the with pre-med focus. And then like my boy was like, Hey, I hate education. I saw this sport management class. Let's go try it out. So I went in the first class and I kid you not, like the professor was like, uh, 
anyone not in the sport management major. I raised my hand. He raised his hand. And she was, like, so excited. She was like, oh, my God, we never get, like, people who are not sport management uh, folks. And I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Y'all majoring in sports management. And they were like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> like, you can get a job, and they pay you to work at sports. Mm-hmm. And, like, they all start laughing. Like, I'm, like, this idiot. I'm like, what? Like, what am I missing? Yeah, <laughs> you know? I, I was the idiot, so I thought that was my only way out. <laughs> like, yeah. that's the only thing I did. I was like, wait, wait, what am I missing? Like, how, what jobs? And they, like, the professor was like, just wait, I'll show you. After that class, me and my boy ran to change our majors. Like, yeah, we were like, yeah. this. That's I'm like, dope. why? That's sweet. I'm just going to pay for eight years of med, like, med school and all that. I'm, shit, I'm going to go work in sports. Yeah. So yeah. I started, you know, work for the athletic department. Running, running that stuff and just moving up and yeah, man, it, yeah. it was it was dope. And then you were you worked for Maryland, Georgetown, and now officially with the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, so like I, I you you missed one. I worked at Akron. Oh. I worked at Akron. Oh yeah, Akron Maybe. was the goat too because that's when we went in there and played basketball. Yeah, I know, <laughs> I know. Listen, we Akron. We. Like, it, basically, I had the keys. <laughs> it was nice. So that's another low-key, like, cool thing about, like, working in sports. Like, Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The facilities. At Akron, I had the keys, so me and Tim would go and shoot hoops and, and, and shit, go work out in the weight room. Maryland, I had the keys, so I, you know, on a Saturday, I'd drive in, go, we, like, hoop a little bit, go go uh, hit the weight room. And obviously, these facilities have, like, they're fantastic, right? right I mean, yeah. like, weight rooms, like, we're not talking Planet Fitness. We're talking, you know, like, state-of-the-art, you know, lifting stuff. And, like, I get all access to it, right? Because we, you know, we put a ton of money in this shit for, for all the athletes. So, and then Georgetown was crazy, too, because I don't know if y'all have ever been to Georgetown, Mm-mm. but that shit is hard sports on a hill. Yeah. Like, it's, I, I'm, it's up there. It's up there, but it's, like, it's right so, there. Wes is from Maryland. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, what part, Wes? Uh, I'm from Frederick, but uh, just oh. re- most recently lived in Bethesda, Rockville area. I, I was in Germantown. Okay. Yeah, right there. Yeah, I was in Germantown. Um, I uh, coached uh, at Quince Orchard, you know, coach girls basketball there. So, yeah, man. Riding when your, when riding were you coaching there? Uh, dude, I just stopped, you know, from, from when I moved. So, I was coaching there from 2017 to 
literally a couple of months ago. That's wild. That's <clears throat> crazy. Yeah, it's yeah. A, such yeah. a small world, though. When you like start connecting, like making these connections to people, that's what I think is crazy. Like, like connecting the dots. Yeah, right? <laughs> exactly. I see what you did there. So, so I got a question for you. So, you working at all these different uh, universities and stuff like that? Who's the one athlete that was at one of the places that you worked? that you just saw come up and now they're like a superstar and you're like, damn, like whether it was a girls basketball player, or like you went to Akron basketball player or something like that. Dude, Besides LeBron. Bro. Yeah. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kevin Herter for the Atlanta Hawks mm. is the real deal. And here's the thing. So like, so he was at Maryland, right? And mm. I saw him from his uh, freshman year to his junior year. And like, you always knew he was nice, mm-hmm. right? And you always knew he, like, if he got on the right team, he was, he, like, he was going to be that three, that three, he needed to work on his D, he, he's gotten better, the he needs to player. get a little stronger. Yeah, but he was always going to be that shooter, right? And he's that guy, like a J.J. Redick, who could go off and get you 27, right, yeah. and have a hot night. Um, dude, we all thought, you know, because he, he declared and uh, then come back his senior year. We all thought, like, ah, low-key, that's going to hurt him. That's going to hurt him. Mm. But, I, dude, I think the kid made a great decision. I mean, he is balling. Yeah. Like, he, he's, he's a nice piece, and he's going to get some money. But he's, he's the guy that I think it, he's going to have a long career in the NBA. And the more he gets better on defense, because he's got a low-key sick handle, right? He's going to be like a JJ Redick type of guy, <clears throat> and yeah. he's going to be a he's going to, yeah he's going to be a journeyman, but he's going to be a nice piece for for a lot of teams, especially who have like star players like a LeBron or or Trey Young who like to get to the basket mm. because he's going to be sitting there waiting for the kick. I, yep. I'm I'm kind of curious. So Roger, um, I could I could probably sit here all day long and ask you questions about work. <laughs> but I want to kind of hear, so obviously you've been with some big organizations and they all like, they're all awesome. Like one, they're big schools, but I guarantee you like the connections you've built from those have all made you extremely successful. And we're going to talk some more about that. But what do you think like bouncing from all those different organizations, what was kind of your trick to build in your network and continuing to grow and get that next position? Good question. Yeah, bro. Uh, that's actually a fantastic um, question. Dude, listen, I tell people all the time, you know, we talk about networking, right? And we talk about, hey, you, you know, you got to expand your network and you got to find the right people. I, we don't talk much about activating your network. And the reason or what I mean by activating is letting all your people in your network work for you. But the, the way to do that is you have to tell them where you want to be, right? right. Where you want to go, like what you're looking for, right? Mm-hmm. What you're doing. Like, the how I've gotten successful, listen, I'm just a black kid from Cleveland, Akron, Cuyahoga Falls, right? Mm-hmm. Like, Tim knows me. Like, I, it's so funny. Like, I'm in this role and everyone's like, oh my God, Roger, rah. Like, I'm just, I'm just me. I'm just a normal dude, right? Um, like, I'm not this big rock star. Like, everyone puts me out there on LinkedIn and, and things like that. I'm just, a, I'm just a dude, right? Um, but what it is, is all the people that are rock stars in my network, I talk to him all the time, and I'm like, yo, bro, this is on my mind. Here's where I want to be in five years. Mm-hmm. Bro, hey, this is what I'm doing right now. Hey, I just crushed this deal. This is who I'm working with. Hey, how can I help you? I saw you got uh, this person yeah. moved into your your uh, your area. Here, I got a contact. Let me let me feed you. 
what I'm doing is I'm activating my network. Yeah. How I got to how I got to the Browns, guys, I was sitting on my computer in Germantown, Maryland, on my couch, or I was on my computer, and I'm working, right? For Georgetown. I get a text from my boy at the Chargers, and he goes, he sends me the job description at the Browns. He goes, bro, this is you. And I'm like, I'm looking at it, I'm like, yeah, man, dream job, everything. But I was good. I was good where I was at. So I hit him back. I was like, bro, this is awesome. Appreciate you sending it to me. Like, I'm good where I'm at. He goes, uh, yeah, no, you're not. He's like, they're calling <laughs> you in an hour. He was like, he, he, he literally, he was like, he's like, I already sent you a resume. I told him you interested. Yeah, they called you a friend right there, I already man. put you down. Yeah, you're already halfway right? there. And I'm like, I'm like, so now I'm like, all right, I got to take this call because my boy, you know, I got to do it for him. And then like, after the call, I'm like, you know what? I'm fucking interested in this job. Yeah. Like, but because he knew, right? We, we talk all the time. And he, I told him, I'm like, yo, yeah, if I can get back, you know, I dream job with the Browns. So when he saw it, I activated him, right? He was like, I, Roger. So my thing is how I've, how I've grown in my career is I activate my network mm-hmm. and my, I let them work for me, right? That's what network really is. That's a, that's like it's, not, that's a really good point too because if you if you really think about it like a lot of people just go on there and start following people but they if they're doing that they're like blasting them for like a sales reason or you know like trying to get them a job yeah, right. but it's not like how can well, I help you adding value and, to someone else That that's probably key. People are like Shit, I never get this all the time. Right. Yeah. And Roger, that's what I'm curious. Like this this individual, what what value did you add for him or how did you how did you activate him? I guess. Let's go yeah. like a step deeper. Probably higher. So 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 well, here's the thing too. So he's in the NFL. So he he's looking like I'm one of at the time he was he was one of eight black uh, people on the sell side. He's like, I, I need more of us. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So how I'm helping him. One, I'm in the industry now, right? I'm on in the NFL, and now we 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 you know we work and and, and share ideas and, and and stuff. But here's what we're trying to do: like, so he's my boy. We're working on some some side stuff, right? Some side projects. We're trying to build a community. Mm-hmm. One thing that one thing the industry used to be, and it's moving away from. So obviously, the sport industry used to be you know like the the good old boys club, right? Mm-hmm. Like, but it was but everyone was secretive. Yep. Like, yep. we're not telling anyone our secrets. We're not. A, like, now we're moving past that. We're building a community of sports professionals mm-hmm. that are like, Yo, we want to see everyone succeed, right? Mm-hmm. So, so like, let's help everyone lift, right? What, what are you guys doing? What, uh, what, what sort of brands are you guys going after, yeah. right? How can I help you? How can I? I got connections. How can I how, feed that to you? Yeah. So he know for him, it was like, hey, I need someone who thinks like me in this industry because at the end of the day it's just going to elevate me as well yeah. like we have this thing called like that we're, we're working on called level up and it's really we just everyone in the industry even the people trying to break in we're just trying to level up yeah, right? yeah. we're trying to level everyone up so that one day we at the table right mm-hmm. we're, we're sort of making the decisions in the industry yeah and i think another thing is you know just jumping on every opportunity that comes your way uh especially with the sports industry, I mean, every industry, the only way to succeed is to put in face value. Like, to, you know, you probably got opportunities where it's like, hey, you want to come volunteer for this basketball tournament? And you're like, oh, but I'm not getting paid. But it's like you probably made connections there where someone was like, oh, Roger. And then you, you, you go off and you do the next thing. You're like, oh, man, like and people start seeing you at every event. And especially 
you know, up in Ohio, Cleveland, you got, you know, Ohio State, uh, Browns, Cavaliers, like Charlotte's kind of the same. We got NFL, we have college, we have NBA. So you really got to jump on that. And I see a lot of people, because me and Tim, we went for sports management. I see so Mm -hmm. many people who were in our class who were like low, like they didn't get the great grades and everything, but now they're like up there like because they're not scared to take the next step exactly and people try to follow their friends like are you gonna do it well i'm not gonna do it it's like dude just go do it you never know it's 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 that easy of just reaching out like even when i where i'm at my job now like i just got promoted and what i did was as soon as the job opened i told i told my boss right away that hey i'm i'm interested and you know this is why you should accept me right off the bat you did the you did the stuff that an external person should do to stand out but even as an internal person you were like, I know the right thing to do in this, and I'm going to go pursue that. But right. you probably yeah. didn't even wait till that job was open to like drop hints. Oh that hell you, no! Right, you yeah. Yeah. you did the right. You like knew where you wanted to be. Mind ninja, right? Exactly. Mind ninja. Look, and I, you know what? I always tell people, I'm like, listen, you like you can't be afraid to to like get to where you want to go, right? Yeah. Like, say you got to go to a grocery store. What do you do? You hop in the car and go to a grocery store, yeah. right? Like, mm-hmm. like my 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 philosophy. And, and how I always think is like, I'm always showcasing, right? Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. always showcasing. Like I've mentored this uh, girl and, and she, like, she was struggling to break into the industry and get a job. And like grades are great, right? She did a lot of internships. She did all the right things, but obviously right now it was tough. And she was mm-hmm. like, Roger, what can I be doing? I was like, well, what are you good at? And she was like, well, I've been starting to work on this like e-magazine. I'm great at writing. I'm a creative, blah, blah. I was like, all right, let's jump on a, like you and me was jump on a zoom you create a, a podcast. We'll push it out. We'll talk about my new job and all this stuff. Yeah. But it wasn't it, like it, it adds value to me because I'm I get the showcase. But it's more for her. Yo, yeah, Roger. Like now, <clears throat> Roger, this yeah, is crazy ahead. that you're saying this right now because I actually wrote this down and you don't even know what I wrote down. So just for the people, <laughs> I actually wrote because one, you're like one of the most caring people in the world, right? So that that explains that story. I appreciate but, that. But also. There is a book that I read called The Go-Giver. I don't know if you ever read that or anything, but it's about it's, it's literally about a book about how you as a person should give, 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 add value to everyone and be able to receive, you know, like gifts or yeah. like just being able to receive. Because like the problem like with, Ro- like with Roger, he obviously gives, 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 but he's able to receive. A lot of people, they give, 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 and then they, they don't take anything from it yeah. and they're just giving their life away to help other people, mm-hmm. but Roger's adding value and he's also getting it in return and he's being able to receive it. And like, there's a whole fucking book about that. And like, that's what I think you're so good at, which is crazy. Well, it's, 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 it's high level mutual benefit, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like it's like, listen, we're going to do this to advance you, but I'm also going to advance myself because we're, we're, we're leveling up together. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah, and yeah. It's, 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 it's Teaching's the best way of learning too. It really is. Yeah. That's why I teach, right? You know, and, and like, that's the thing. I think some people get scared with when they're like, well, I'm not supposed to. Fuck that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, like, you're the architect of your career. Not just your career, but your life, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I use these, these, like, lessons with everything I do. You know what I'm saying? Like, my connection with Tim and my relationship with Tim, it's like, bro, like, I, I hit Tim up, uh, you know, with Ali, and I'm like, yo, like, tell me, like, activate Right, yeah, yeah, like, you do. Wants to do nonprofit stuff, like Tim. Like, first off, congratulations on the the, the yeah, new job. Good job. Yeah, baby. Do it. 
money. Let's get that he money. called that too. If you go back to a couple episodes ago, he was talking about this. He's like, "Yeah, it's coming. It's coming. I know it's coming." Yeah, and then the next one, he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get it." Dude, it was a long process. I got like the week before. You were like, kind of like, I don't know if I'm gonna get it. It was it was too long. But that's another thing that I'll say about Roger too is like what he's saying right now. It was it was fucking nuts. Like I got a text from Roger like. I, I don't know if we were talking about how Allie didn't have a job at the time or what. Yeah, I, I forget what, yeah. What, I forget why, what it was, but it was like I the next you. day there was a fucking, like, a, a whole job description from a nonprofit because Allie loves nonprofits. Yeah. Like, at a text, I'm like, okay, sent this over to Allie. She's like, holy shit. I'm like, all right. And then they were already willing to talk. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. I was like, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Crazy. The power of a text message, yeah. really, man. No, I mean, it's just like, like his connections and how much, like, People trust him. I, I think he – I was. we were talking about this the other day on the phone. Me and Roger were like, you know there's like a whole staffing industry, right? Roger is placing people like monthly. I'm yeah. like, what if you just got like $5 of every hour they worked into your check? Like, yeah. We, you know, like, yeah, so like when we were talking about it, it's like Jay-Z, Jay-Z said it in one of his songs. I, don't, I, I forget the song, but he basically was like, you know, talking about how like um, – Everyone has community, like his his group, like they you ain't rich, you know, if everyone ain't rich, you know, around you, right? Mm-hmm. I, like that's that's a mentality. Like you're as good or as wealthy as your community, right? And the people around you. Yeah. So instead of if you can go be rich by yourself, but you just like you just that one guy. But if your community is rich with you and everyone making money, yeah. Like your network your like, network is your network. I I hate to interrupt yeah, you and everything, right. but we're on the conversation of Jay-Z. Did you see what he just launched within the past two well, days? It, well, he's building black people's credit from them uh, doing Netflix and like Hulu subscriptions. So when they subscribe to it and they download his app, it helps their credit score. So right there, boom, just everyone all over the United States. Like I was like, holy shit. There's got to be that's, – that's the thing is the system. We could talk about this for a whole fucking day. The system is so fucked. There's got to be things built in like that yeah. to help people get above it. The system that is so fucked, and we talk about that in so many yeah. episodes, that the system is fucked. Some of you pod don't. gets heated on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I love it. Dude, no, I had to drop that Jay-Z, man. And you're right. Like, dude, it's... This is why we got to do, do this, yeah. right? This is why we're building this community. And it's it's not even, you know, like even just race or gender. It's like it's like D and I, yeah, that's like that's super important and that that's a piece of it. Yeah. But it really what it really is is like yo, why can't we all succeed? Mm-hmm. Like right like like why like can't we all just build, but but not just that. Like let's showcase everyone's skill set. And we're all different, right? Mm-hmm. Like I always say there's so much diversity in the black community. Like there's so much diversity in my family. You know what I mean? But like let's take what you're good at and let's showcase that shit. Mm-hmm. Let's 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 keep learning. Let's keep like educating you on other stuff, but let's put you in the best position where you can be successful at whatever you do. Right, yeah, like that's what I'm trying to do. And by the way, he said him and D they are getting married in September. I didn't, I didn't tell them that before. It is September, right? It's on my. It is September. Okay, yeah. <laughs> it, <laughs> it is September. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. 
Chumba. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Tim, Tim, Tim's going to come a day late. <laughs> oh, yeah. What the fuck? I missed a party. He'll be at the bachelor party. <laughs> oh, 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 I know. Oh, wait, what? I, I know. <laughs> yeah, it's not October. <laughs> um, no, but there's also, like, going back to your, um, you, you know, like, your success. I wanted Wes, Wes to read this because he's way better at reading reading than I am. Yeah, uh, bro. So I, I saw this. Uh, Tim was telling me about this LinkedIn post, right? And he's like, yeah, man, this, wow. this dude went viral. And uh, I was like... LinkedIn viral. LinkedIn sure. viral. But no, but this... That this, is better than fucking social yeah, media dude, viral. Th- this thing was, was big. So you posted, this was about three months ago. And I want you to talk a little bit about the Browns kind of in response to yeah. this, like what you're doing for them. Because um, we've obviously heard the stories, know you're connected with Tim. You're going to stay connected with us. We're going to you know, leverage you in our network. But when you answer this, kind of tell us about the Browns too. But you, you did this post on LinkedIn about three months ago. Um, and this was obviously, it, you know, in, in the midst of football season. But you said uh, 30 years ago during a Cleveland Browns preseason game, your mom was over eight months pregnant with your twin brother. And when her water broke in the third quarter, like a true Browns fan, she refused to leave until the final whistle. And the next morning... Your brother and you were born. Uh, but before, you said you'd share that story to illustrate your loyalty as a fan. But now you're fortunate enough to share the story as a representative of the Cleveland Browns organization in the role of director of corporate sponsorship. You mentioned it's amazing how life comes full circle. You're excited to head back home to the land to build the new relationships within the community. Let's go Browns. Hashtag dog check. Tell us a little bit about that transition. Uh, you know, what made it happen? Because uh, I, I know you're you're hyped about it. You couldn't even keep yeah. quiet during me saying that. Thing, so. yeah. Tell yeah. us about it. Listen, listen, man. So, first off, I did not know you can go viral on LinkedIn. Like, <laughs> me neither. Like, I, me neither. And, and I'll be honest Bro, with you guys, fourteen thousand like, interactions. Not not views. We're talking interactions. People that click this commented. post and almost a thousand comments. That's wild. Yeah, that is wild. Like like I kid you not. I had someone from LinkedIn hit me up. And I was like, I was like, wait, like, can can I get can I make money off this? Like, <laughs> like is this Instagram? And they uh, they were like, nah, nah, okay. And I was like, oh, dude, who's that? Who's that? Uh, uh, but no, like honestly, um, you know what? It's so funny. I told this story, and I wasn't gonna make a post. I don't post like this on LinkedIn. You know, I'm I'm pretty low key. Uh, with all the stuff I do, I try to be the behind the scenes, you know, creator. And I honestly didn't think anyone cared about the story, right? Um, but your your humble approach to this, though, is why you got the interactions you got. Yeah, it, it, the post was personable. It told history. Yeah. It wasn't trying to exactly. Get, yeah, it right. wasn't trying to get. And and here's the thing. So I told this story to my CRO in my final interview for the Browns. So oh. because he asked me why Cleveland, right? 
And I and honestly, the story was about my mom, right? It's my yeah. mom's story, right? You know, I'm just I'm literally just a byproduct of the story, right? Like <laughs> yeah. it's about her fandom and the fact that you know I grew up Cleveland because that's how I was raised, Cleveland, Cleveland, Cleveland. So I kid you not, I'm working. I'm already working for the Browns. I've been work. I was with the Browns for about two weeks. He texts me and he's like, "Bro, like when are you going to update your LinkedIn?" And I'm like, "I did like." It, my LinkedIn says director of corporate partnership for the Cleveland Browns. What are you talking about? What you what, what more you need? And he's like, I didn't I didn't like put it out and like you know put it public and stuff. And he's like he's like he's like whoa no no no. He's like you gotta everyone does the post nowadays. Like you gotta post that shit. Yeah. And I'm like he's like tell that story. And I'm like, no. That's weird. I gotta tell that story. And he's like he's like bro, tell that story. And I'm like. All right, whatever. I'll type it up and tell that story, but post it. Yeah, and just to put that in perspective, you know, like I got promoted, and I think I had thirty nine likes and <laughs> about and about twenty five comments. So that's some bullshit, <laughs> right there. Yeah. And um, well, there was one thing that too. Um, what's that? Um, I guess he is famous. Uh, is it Darren? The Twitter dude, the sports guy. He actually reposted. Okay. So so. Here's here's where it went crazy. Like, and for me, like, I was getting all these notifications. I'm like, all right, what? Like, okay, guys, I'm glad you guys like. It. Cool. So this guy Yanni on Twitter screenshots it and tweets it, right? And Darren Ravel retweets it. Darren Ravel, God damn it, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> and then it blow, now now it's gonna blow up on Twitter. And like I'm getting people, and then obviously my fiance is like, "Oh, that's my fiance!" And, I'm like, <laughs> and then like I'm people following me and stuff, and like, but it was, it was cool because now it's like people are sending me texts like, "Bro, Darren Vale's retweeting you," yeah. and I'm like, "But here's here's the funny thing about like social media going viral. There's always that one troll, right? There's always that one. Someone on on, on the comments literally looked back to find the game." And then posted, yeah, in Mike Brown's fashion, they lost. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to ask if the Browns win that game. <laughs> That's yeah. funny. I think it was to the Lions. the but they lost. So, that so game. we're like we're all human, right? And I, I'm just saying this question because I've had I've had this happen to me. Is there any time where like you were in your sports career, probably in 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 college, that you ever like fucked up? Or, like, was there a big failure that you've had and you were just like, fuck, can't do that again? And then you, you kind of, like, change your whole mindset on things? Bro, I always fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, so that's another thing I, I um, tell people. Like, here's the thing. I just don't harp on them, right? Yeah. Like, I, lesson learned, right? Write, write that down, take notes, and then move on, right? Move forward. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of people, like there's a there's there's a, a difference between a mistake and a failure right like mm-hmm. like i i make a mistake okay make a mistake move like lesson learned move on don't do it again right yeah. like I, I saw this quote I, it was I, like it was like lots of people fail few people get up many yeah. people continue to fail yeah mm-hmm. like yeah. you just you don't fucking get back up yeah so, and that's the thing failure's a mentality Right. So like if you if you fuck up and you're like, God damn, like I, I'm terrible. I can't do this, blah, blah. Now you're in that mentality of of like yeah. 
like now you got to overcome that mentality to even just move forward, right? Mm -hmm. Like for me, it's like, oh shit, damn. All right, now here's the problem. Where are my options and my solutions to fix that, right? Yeah. Like, like I'm just solution minded. <laughs> so, like, if, and for instance, uh, I'll give you guys an example. Um, I'm trying to think of a good one for you guys. So when I when I first started at Maryland, right? Just just knowing, don't know no one, don't know like Maryland at all, right? But I'm a I'm a sl slinger. Like I pick up the phone, call anyone, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't fuck around. Uh, um, so I, I called a guy who was like, or like a, one of our biggest donors, Maryland, but he owned, he owned like a business and he was like worth like, you know, almost a billion dollars. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, shit, y'all need to be a sponsor, right? <laughs> y'all need to be a sponsor. Not knowing that our development uh, team is asking this dude for like million plus dollars and stuff. I go and he tells me this, right? We're talking and stuff, and he goes, "I really like you." He's like, "I like they want me to do that. Yeah, I should, and I will. Blah blah blah." But like, I like you. I was like, "Homie, like that's great. I want you to do that gift, but let's let's combine them, right?" Let's yeah, bro. Can we just get a drink? drink? Like, let's just go <laughs> yeah, get a right? drink. <laughs> and, and like, and and so I I do the deal, or I I get it in. But here's the thing, the um the like development office and like the AD were, they were like pissed because like, yeah, it's, it's coming to the sponsorship wing and we're like sort of just passing through those dollars to them. So they're still getting their money, but they, it's like, this guy would only talk to me now. Right. Oh, he wouldn't even man. talk to me. So mm. like now, now I'm coming, but here's the thing. Like, I'm like, all right, listen, everyone's feelings hurt. That's fine. Whatever. But let's, let's figure out a solution. Right. Like, like I'm not like, I'm not going to sit here. Like, I got called in. Like, people are like, Roger, like, this is how we operate, blah, blah, And I was like, well, let me ask you guys this. Have you guys ever looked at how you operate and think maybe it's not the best way? Yeah, maybe we could do it better. Bro, the looks I got. The looks yeah. I got. We're like, who is this young motherfucker? You know? Just <laughs> yeah. Dude, every, every job I've ever had, it's like. The, the thought of, like, we've always done it this way will mm -hmm. crush an, any organization. Yeah. And to come in and challenge that makes people, like, yeah. just jaw drop every single time. The, the reason why I actually asked that question, too, is because I had, like, in, in college, a huge fuck up. When I was in the sports industry, like, I ran the student center, but we were, like, centralized between all the ACC schools. Like, we weren't ACC, like, at all, but they ran a coaching camp at our school and I ran it, and it was just me because it was over summer. And it was like Danny Manning, Roy Williams, Coach K, all these motherfuckers. So I didn't. I always like went out every day in college. And this is like, like my my boss was gone. He was like, "This is on you. This is all you." And I'm like, "Dude, I'm good. I got it." Yeah. And I I, I didn't go out at all. Didn't go out at anything. Middle of the night, my power goes out. I fucking phone dies. I did not wake up to let any of those motherfuckers in. Whoops. So I charged the phone. I'm like, holy shit. I drove over there. They're fucking waiting at the door, all of them. And I'm just like, yep. I was like 30 minutes late. I opened them all in, got the fucking mics ready. I'm, I'm My hair's still greasy. Didn't shower or nothing. I'm fucking pissed. They all think you were <laughs> drunk. Yeah. And You're they were like, all no, like, I'm not. I swear. Yeah. They turned out to be like really nice. But then like all of a sudden the mic stopped working like halfway through the coaching camp. And there's like. 
I don't know, maybe like 50 to 100 coaches. I don't know. I don't remember. But there was like a bunch in the stands, and then all the, like the, obviously the legit ones had like their own seats. Well, I set that up the night before, thank God. But <laughs> but like that was probably the worst experience I've ever had in my life. Now yeah. I'm like so nervous. Like every day I go to work, I think about that fucking story, and I have to set like three alarms to wake up because that was the worst feeling I've ever gone through. I, I let down like three of the top coaches. Yeah, yeah, I, there's, <laughs> there's so many people at, at work that when they're not there or they don't show up for something they say they're supposed to be there for, I don't really get mad at them, but I'm more like, you've just showed me this isn't important to you. Yeah. Because when willpower sets in to, to say, this is important to me, I need to set 25 alarms starting at 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. until 7.30 just so I can wake up. Yeah. That shows do me it's important do. to you. You were you were there, but when you don't miss those important things that you've looked somebody in the eye and said, "I'll be there," and you're yeah. not, Bro, it's not important to you. My shit, I'm not my mad. Heart drops. Not important. My heart so, drops. So, well, here's the thing too, and 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 Tim, I think you learned this too, like with your story. Like a lot of times, people are thinking it as, as work, right? Like mm-hmm. I, what I do, I don't think of it as work. Right. Yep. I build relationships. I, That's I, I Roger Jones. That's not just yeah, work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so so for me, so for me, yeah, it's it's my life, right? Yeah. So like we all like we there's there's some of us who are like, oh, but that's just work thing, right? You know, so we put it we put it to the side, right? To your point, Wes, it's like it's not important because it's like, uh, yeah, I got I have to do this. For me, like this is what I do. Yeah. Like it's who I am. So so like it's, it's always going to be important. It's always going to be peace of mind. And like you said, Tim, like I think, I think forward, right? I think like, what can I do right now so that I don't have to do it later? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Like pre- over prepare. Like I wake up at four thirty in the morning every day, right? Yeah. Like Tim, 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 I feel bad. You know, I was sitting in alleys like, uh, like shit at like four, four or five in the morning, <laughs> and I'm like, Tim, Tim's probably like getting uh, a message like, God damn, why is he, why is he sitting this stuff? I didn't see that shit till eight. <laughs> and that's being generous eight o'clock here's the thing like i prep i prep all my day so i'm reacting right because i'm i'm already ahead i'm up before everyone and like i'm ahead so like when people get stuff back to me i'm reacting i can get it back and now i'm just i'm going through my day and i had to learn that because i was spending so much time like stressing out just like oh i gotta get this done oh i gotta do my job oh 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 this that that and shit was piling up yeah. and when you realize when you get later in your career too, like other things become more priority, mm-hmm. right? Like, like we're, if you, you, if you're thinking about your job as a job and this is something I have to do, you're going to burn yourself out. You're gonna and you're stress, the fuck out. Right? Yep. So like I had to change that mentality, flip the switch and say, this is just what I do. This is a part of my, this is a part of my day. So I make work a part of my day. Mm-hmm. I'm still productive and more efficient. I'm actually, yeah, more efficient because like now I'm not working nine to five. I'm working when I get up to when I go to bed. Yeah. Like I could, I had someone email me right now since we were on here. I just sent back a quick note. Right. Like, like I, I'm not setting that structure. Like yeah. my work is throughout my life or throughout my day. And, and yeah. that's like, it's just so that people know, like how many like organizations or like groups are you actually in? Because I know we talked about it before. Like, how many are you are you in? His face right now. He's like, like where do act- I begin? Dude? Activated, <laughs> activated. You don't have to go stuff. through them. Just like a number. Yeah, yeah. dude. I, man, I I don't even know. Um, I'd wow. say probably close to ten or eleven. Um, you know, maybe more. I, I might I might be forgetting some right now. But listen, my thing is 
like I said, I wake up, I, I'm up early, I go to bed late. Um, like that's just who I am. And yeah. like I get four hours of sleep. So, but like I'm, I, I lose my mind if I'm just sitting on my ass. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so like obviously I have things that I'm passionate about. Um, and so for me, like I like to your point, like I like to give. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I, I do it in a way, and Wes, you brought this up, like learning, like, right. Like teaching is the best way to learn. Like I do and evolve, involve and like I teach and stuff, but I do that to learn and connect with people. Right. So yeah. everything I do is centered around building relationships, connect with people and, and bettering my skills and my, myself. Yeah. So I literally, I'm, I'm involved in like a bunch of different programs, nonprofits. Um, but I'm using those connections to to elevate those nonprofits, right? Yeah. Or or work that I'm doing. So switching gears here, and I'm going to ask you a question. You probably just answered it, but I kind of want a better understanding with it. Uh, I was in sports. Tim was in sports all through college. I dipped into the Hornets, the Panthers, the semi-pro soccer league, and everything. And what people don't understand is they think you're getting paid a lot of money, and doing sports it's a commitment. Yeah. They have practices Monday through Friday. They have games on the weekends. And when you're on the operation sides of it or whatever, Seriously. you're you're doing it seven days a week. And you might not be getting paid a lot, but you get the perks. Like you had the keys to the gym. You got to bring Tim in, play basketball and everything. Like when I was working for the Hornets, I got free concert tickets, basketball tickets, but I would give them away to friends. But I was working. And I think that's what scares people about the sports industry or just the entertainment industry or hospitality, or whatever. You you have to start out small and you probably won't hit that margin of money that you want to make until a certain point. Yeah. So my question yep. to you is what kept you because you've been doing this for years. So what kept you being like, I'm going to keep striving. I'm going to keep going. I know the money's not there, but it might come later, you know? Yeah, and I mean, it's it's real easy, and Tim knows this. Like we, Tim and I grew up with no money, right? Yeah. So it was easy to have no money, right? <laughs> I mean, when 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 I was making thirty k, I was like, oh yeah, 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 yeah exactly. <laughs> I fucking celebrated you know, that day when I first got my job, right? like that. Yeah. Yeah. But then yeah. you have friends who graduated college and they go into like staff and they're like, oh, I'm making forty five, and you're like, but I guess I have the cooler job. No, I went like, to staffing like, and I made thirty five. Yeah, yeah. So, like, so, so, like, no, no, you're, you're absolutely right. So, like, for me, it just wasn't about the money. So, like, it was, it was easier that way. But, like, um, it's a lifestyle. My, I mean, my, my, my mindset too was like, I'm going to advance, mm-hmm. right? The money's going to come. I just got to put in the work. Yeah. And, and to your point, I love the lifestyle. I love the perks. I love the sports. Yeah. Like, I, I truly believe I have the e. Browns ain't around. <laughs> I have the easiest job. Ever, I get to fucking talk to people, like uh, right, uh, and learn about their brands and learn about all that stuff. Like yeah. I have such an easy job, like the, so for me, like why not? Uh, yeah. Like why not stick it stick it out? Like I, bro. So I'm gonna tell you guys a story. This, like this is like it blew my mind. And this is when I knew I was like I I'm love what I do. So I'm at Akron. I'm 23, 24 years old. I, I got to go on the trip. We played Oklahoma when Baker was there. So I got to see Baker, you know. Um, and the night before the game, I'm out with the president of the university, uh, Bobby Bowden, because Terry Bowden was our head coach, Terry Bowden, and a bunch of old, rich white dudes from the board, right? And, and uh, a couple sponsors that we had on the trip. Bro, they're ordering steaks. They're ordering these, like, uh, you know, 
five hundred dollar bottles, mm-hmm. ordering like like the like like literally we got bourbon, everyone. So I'm you know I was going to get a Miller Lite and a you know yeah, like a salad a or something. Or something yeah. <laughs> I'm a, like they're like no man we got to get a steak. Oh we're top shelf bourbon right you know I'm like I'm like shit okay like Blanton's and, and stuff. Yeah. I'm looking around the room. I'm listening to these conversations. I'm looking around the room. And I'm like, I don't belong here. Yeah, you're like, how did Bro, I get but, here? <laughs> but here's the thing. And they're like, they're like, yo, Roger, like, tell me what you think. So I'm literally having these high-level fucking conversations, telling these the people who run the board, it, giving them advice. And they're literally like, man, we never thought of, thought of it that way. We never, and I'm like, because shit. It's an outside perspective, I got something to bring to the table. Yeah. Right? And, and it's like, here's the thing. They're look, like the people that they're trying to attract to 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 bring to their school are me, right? right? Dude. So, so like I I have the most like wisdom to give, and they're just listen. They they're eating that shit up, and now I'm connected with all these folks. I'm like, whoa! Look at my power. Like mm-hmm. like the power yeah. I have. I have something to bring to the table. These guys like they're not seeing me as like oh. Oh, this young, lucky young, you know, charity case here. Uh, you know? But no, that's, that's like adding shit. value, value, right? Yeah. So now I'm in. Now all these guys, I'm still connected with. When, since I came back to, to the uh, Akron, Cleveland area, they're like, "Wow, let's go get lunch, man. Love to catch up with you. Hey, love to learn more about the Browns. Hey, how can we partner with the Browns?" Yeah. I'm like, so like, that's the thing. I, like for me at that moment, I was like, "There's a pathway. Yeah. There's a pathway." So I, I do have a question regarding this, going back to your question too, like with, with sports, like, cause I've heard from Jeff Longo, you know, Jeff Longo, like if, if, you're, if you, yeah. oh, is that, is that how you got teaching at JWU? So, so you guys know Pat Stack? I, I know of Pat Stack. He actually commented on my, my promotion. I, I work I work with Jeff and Pat uh, in their sports biz camps and sports biz care. That's oh, awesome. so you're Nonprofit. part of their marketing thing yeah. that they just started. Yep, yep. Dude, Jeff so, Longo got me my first job. He is the man. Yeah. So. Well, but what yep. they're doing is like awesome. Like yes. it's just it's, it's all so networking. Re- yes, it's all it, it is. but it's so relatable. It's so this conversation, honestly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. So, and what I liked about Jeff too is like what I've told you in the past, Roger is like there there is a lot that you can work in sports that does not make you money. The perks are cool. But if you want to have like a family and and correct me if I'm wrong, Roger, but I'm just spitballing here. But if you want to have a family and you work in like basketball operations and you're traveling with the fucking team, like you're working your ass off. Yeah, it's cool for a little bit, but then it gets to mm-hmm. a lot. Hit a wall. But when, oh. when but when you're in Rogers Field, you're literally doing sponsorship sales, sponsors. <laughs> sponsorship sales for you know the Cleveland Browns, Maryland, Georgetown. So you're you're basically just getting like the naming rights of the fucking stadium, mm-hmm. um, the fucking Chick Fil A thing that drops and gives all the fucking uh, free Chick Fil A, um, all that shit. Like you're getting those sponsorship, and you can actually have a life. You're sitting in the fucking uh, suite with all the guys from the owners of Chick Fil A, owners of Taco Bell, and you're chilling. You're fucking drinking. But if you're if you're down there at the basketball operations. Motherfucker needs a shoe tied. You you need to tie a shoe, yeah. and you you know what I'm saying? Like it's, hey. it's just a completely different. There's two different levels there's, of sports. There's, there's there's so many different worlds, right? right. In sports, yeah. and that's that's a cool thing about the sport industry. So, and and to your point, Tim, like, yeah, listen, everyone want to be a coach, right? But mm-hmm. they don't know the power. Those dudes, like, I got so many friends in the ops uh, industry, and to your point, 
that's just hard. That's yeah, time yeah. consuming. And, and and you know what? They don't get as much love as they should. Right? No, they don't. Like, but we're seeing it more and no more. I, I think I saw a story like literally a couple months ago. I think it was like NBA basketball and they hired like head of operation, something like that. It was someone who worked for like guest relations for like 15 years. And literally, like, guest relations during, like, live games and stuff, it's not much. It's showing people where the bathrooms are, ATM, mm-hmm. stuff like that. And it's like, you do that for 15 years, and then, like, boom. It's like, yo, you just went from an hourly job to, like, a big I mean, salary what's, with benefits. What, what's, like, coaching, too, like, that's a fucking whole other podcast. Like, mm. Jay Sloan has his. Yeah. That's a grind. Like, um, what, what's, what's, his, what's, na- what's his name, uh, coach of the Miami Heat? Uh, Spolcher. Yeah, Spolcher. He he literally was doing film study as a young kid, and then turned out to be the head coach. That's wild. Like, but, but and see, that's the thing. Like, the, but that pathway is so difficult, right? Yeah, it's like, so hard. Like, like it's 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 insane. And here's the thing: I thought I wanted to do that, shits for the birds. Like, I'm, I mean, the dudes, the people in it. Like, I I respect them so much because here's the thing too: that like, because you think like, oh, I see my boy on TV. He's like the assistant coach or play um, uh, Dobo for you know uh, Boston College. He ain't making that much. I make more now. And it's not a secret. Like you know yeah. what I mean. And Sales guess what? Best. To Tim's point, like I'm up in the suite <laughs> with you know Chick Fil A and eating and drinking and and you know I always say this and it's it's not to um, like every other department like like I couldn't do my job without anyone from IT, without anyone from business analytics, from legal and all. Like, I love everyone uh, from for, for, like, all the departments. And that's the cool thing about sports. It's, like, you don't even have to be, like, sports-oriented to work oh. in sports, right? There's there's yeah. so many different pathways. But I always say this, like, with Corporate Partnership, and the reason why I fell in love with it and I, you know, I, like, love it, like, we're the cool kids at the table. <laughs> like, I, I, I mean, we get to do so much fun stuff. Yeah, um, get to take people and, like, out, wine and dine take them. Take people out, go, go, on, go on trips to Oklahoma, Bro, this you know, when you're 23 and 24, eat steak. Yeah. You I, know, thought, I, steak. Had, I thought I was well-connected down here in Charlotte. Then we show up to a Charlotte Hornets game. He's like, hey, I just texted my, one of my friends. We, we got a suite. I'm like, man, fuck you. I can sneak us to the club and get us free but drinks. But I'll, I'll go. I'll go, but fuck you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yoga, yoga I did get us like two oh, Karen's. Huge, yeah. yeah. He got two huge uh Tall souvenir boy. cups yeah, of yeah. straight vodka. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. He'll do that it was, sometimes. Hands it to me, don't tell me it's straight vodka. I'm taking a sip, like I'm you know, chug it, and then I'm like, oh, yeah, that's true. That's like using the, your that's connecting the dots right there, baby. Yeah, that's right. Thanks for yeah. the leader of liquor. Yeah, I mean going going back to like the whole grinding thing and you know, like people working and guest relations for a few years and getting bumped up. Like, I I hate to take away from it, but, like, I mean, just, like, look at the all the, like, NFL women coaches right now. Like, that's crazy because it's, like, you know their first question was, like, hey, have you ever played football? And they're, like, no. But it's, like, a woman's mind, like, it's just like ours. And they, they've never played, but they got an outside perspective. And they might yeah. run a defense or an offense. They might throw some crazy plays. They're, like, damn, that's never been done before because of you. So, yep. No, absolutely, and and dude, so like I love I love the uh, trajectory 
of where the NFL is going, mm-hmm. right? And, and and you're right. I mean, talking about the NFL, but even like the the Spurs with Becky Hammond. Oh yeah, right? yeah, she, yeah, she's, yeah, she's played. So I'll tell you this: like I coach even the referees uh, too. Yeah, yeah. It, I coach I coach boys basketball in Ohio. Uh, you know, for for three years, and then when I went down and coached at Quinn Solcher, I coached girls, and I was hesitant. I was like, oh, you know, this is going to be boring. The game's going to yeah. be slow. I kid you. I learned more about basketball from coaching girls because it's, it, it is a different game, mm-hmm. right? Because the girls, they can't run and jump. They're not as athletic, but there's so many different things that they can do in, in a game of basketball where they have to get an, an advantage at. Mm-hmm. So, like, I learned. So, even me, like, it made me a better basketball player because, like, I things that I, I would still just take advantage you, of. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you still the, better than me. The, I still lock you up, though. I'm like, hey, hey, I'm working out right now to lose LB so I can lock you up next time. I <laughs> no, I need to the, lose LB. But with with when you look at sports like that, like the fundamentals of the sport become so much more disciplined that yes. it's you have to be an expert at that. Yeah, you have to shoot X number more free throws per day than any guy does because of that. Like that's and yeah. that's what I think is interesting when you look at sports that way. And this is the kids well, who played lacrosse. Yeah. <laughs> like we all said, fuck baseball. Yeah, I hate baseball, guys. Right. So, so, and the thing is, too, is like when you when you hone in on those fundamental skills, yeah. now that just makes your athleticism so much better. Yeah. Right. That's he, that's why LeBron James is the greatest. Right. That's yeah. why he's the goat because he literally every year he goes back and retools. Right. And he's like, what do I accept as free throws? But what do I suck at? <laughs> And, and literally, he just comes back and he's fucking so much better. Like he's yeah. old ass out there, and he's still just dogging people yeah. because his fundamentals are just so much better than everyone else. Yeah, yeah. It, that is really crazy. I mean, uh, I mean, God, man, because, he's a Kobe fan. He's over here struggling. No, no, no. But it is like, I mean, him and Carmelo, same age. And Carmelo, like he's definitely taking a step down. He's like he's the sixth man now. He's not like a starter. Yeah, and like, you got to think about it too, like Carmelo and LeBron entered at the same time. Yeah, and look at the difference of like actual shit. Like it's, yeah, it's oh, like yeah. look at your night points and, and look at mine. Look at your yeah. assists. Look at mine. Like it's night and day. Yeah, but I mean we can go on on and on. But I think this is a good stopping point for at well, least episode. Yeah, but uh, before we go, Roger, I just got to tip my hat off to you, man. Uh, getting that job. During the pandemic, where sports literally this year was a dying industry with no fans, people getting let go, and you getting hired with an organization that you weren't even a part of. So I got to tip my hat off to you, man. Congratulations on that. Listen, listen, I appreciate that. And you know what? Listen, everyone keeps telling me, man, you you did it at the right time. And I'll say this. Guys, I got lucky. Like, But here's the thing. Like, everything that we we talked about, you, you do that stuff, you're going to get lucky. And I got lucky, and you know what? I'm actually super excited for the next four years. Uh, you know, I well, not four years. I mean, the fucking future of the Cleveland Browns. Dude, we got you're the in the draft perfect time to Cleveland. work with the Cleveland like, Browns, too. They're like dude. top ten teams now. They're top saying five. they're yeah. saying they're going to be playoff contenders for the next couple of years. Well, well, we got the draft coming to Cleveland in a couple in a couple months. That's going to be dope. Mm-hmm. It's our 75th anniversary this year. I kid you not. I'm having conversations with some high level brands and stuff, and like. It, it's just all exciting. Like I get to talk like this when I'm in meetings, yeah. and, and it's 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 so funny. Like people, I, I actually was on in a meeting, and and they were like, I've never had like a sales guy like talk talk like this and have just like down to earth normal conversation. I was like, yeah. yeah, well, I'm not a sales guy. I'm just a dude who works for the Browns. <laughs> you know, and if you want to buy like, something, I'm, that's I'm a cool dude too. with the title. And, right? and, you know? and I will say, you you did say it's luck, but. 
what Lou Holtz said, luck is a combination of hard work and preparation. Yeah. So it's actually really not luck. You actually put yourself into the situation to make yourself successful. Yeah, it so. was the little steps that you took before this, and now you're yeah. here. So con- and congratulations. Roger, tie that up, I think, for anybody that's in, a, in the sports industry right now as a takeaway. What would that be um, from kind of this episode? Guys, lear- keep learning. Keep grinding. Activate your network. Yep. Right, learning, grinding, activate your network. Love it. Just like what 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 Tim just said. Lou Holtz, luck, preparation, hard work. LG, yep. LGA, learn, grind, activate. I, I love it. Love it, dude. And Roger, if uh, people want to go follow you, where should they go? Come on, LinkedIn, baby. <laughs> there it is. He's Ro- easy to find. Roger Jones. Yeah, and if you want to follow me on any other social, which, I mean, I really don't use or do anything, but it's the Roger Jones because I'm conceited. Uh, So, uh, yeah, man, hit me up, message me, connect with me. One thing I do, and I'm different than than some people, and I think people in our, like, at our level need to do this more, is if you, if I, someone messaged me on LinkedIn, one connects with me and sends me a message, I'm going to respond. Yeah. I'm going to respond. I'm going to take time. So we'll find some time and we'll talk. I'll jump on a, a Zoom. Um, so hit me up. We'll, we'll, we'll chat. And I know we're we going to connect, fellas. And oh, hell let's, yeah. We're definitely doing this again. I think, uh, yeah, we got it. I think Connor's got a hashtag for us. Hashtag <laughs> LGA. I just tweeted LGA, learn, grind, activate. And the whole time <laughs> we're doing this, like, because we do like little snippets and we'll put it on our Instagram, like a one minute conversation. I'm just thinking this whole conversation. We could take so much. Oh, there's like, so there, many. Snippets. There were so many good quotes, so many good like things. I'm like, dude, this was mind blowing. Yeah. Oh yeah, appreciate hey, you, bro. Hey, tag me, baby. Tag oh, we will. Me. We I got. I got to get my my Instagram gram up. Yeah, we got you. Nah, we got no. you. I, uh, Roger, I appreciate. Did you have something? No. Um, I appreciate all your time talking to us. You know, this was an awesome conversation. You mentioned that it's luck. I think it's your humble personality mm-hmm. accommodated by your hard work. It's one percent luck, and they 1%. just met you. Yeah, dude, I just I met you. Been talking to you for an hour, but I, I appreciate you, and uh, definitely want people to go follow you on LinkedIn, um, connect with you on other socials. But uh, please, if you've enjoyed this episode, uh, we certainly would encourage you all to check us out on Instagram. You'll find a link to all of our channels, including Spotify as well as Apple Podcasts. And definitely go and leave us a review. We'd love if you hit the subscribe button as well. Thank you all very, very much. And peace.